Section 22. The Parson's Daughter by Julia Caroline Dorr. Read by J. L. Baldwin for LibriVox.org. What ho! he cried as up and down he rode through the streets of Wyndham Town. What ho! for the day of peace is done, and the day of wrath too well begun. Bring forth the grain from your barns and mills. Drive down the cattle from off your hills. For Boston lieth in sore distress, pallid with hunger and long duress. Her children starve while she hears the beat and the tramp of the redcoats in every street. What ho! what ho! Like a storm unspent, over the hillsides he came and went, and Parson White from his open door, leaning bareheaded that August day, while the sun beat down on his temples gray, watched him until he could see no more. Then straight he rode to the church, and flung his whole soul into the peal he rung, pulling the bell-rope till the tower seemed to rock in the sudden shower. The shower of sound the farmers heard, rending the air like a living word. Then swift they gathered with right good will, from field and anvil and shop and mill, to hear what the parson had to say that would not keep till the Sabbath day. For only the women and children knew the tale of the horseman galloping through, the message he bore as up and down he rode through the streets of Wyndham Town. That night, as the parson sat at ease in the porch with his Bible on his knees, thanking God that at break of day Frederick Manning would take his way, with cattle and sheep from off the hills and a load of grain from the barns and mills, to the starving city where General Gage waited on a holy war to wage. His little daughter beside him stood, hiding her face in her muslin hood. In her arms her own pet lamb she bore as it struggled down to the oaken floor. It must go, I must give my lamb, she said, to the children that cry for meat and bread. Then lifted to his her holy eyes, wet with the tears of sacrifice. Nay, nay, he answered, there is no need that the hearts of babes should ache and bleed. Run away to your bed, and to-morrow play, you and your pet, through the live-long day. He laid his hand on her shining hair, and smiled as he blessed her standing there, with kerchief folded across her breast, and her small brown hands together pressed, a quaint little maiden, shy and sweet, with her lambkin crouched at her dainty feet. Away to its place the lamb she led, then climbed the stairs to her own white bed, while the moon rose up and the stars looked down on the silent streets of Wyndham Town. But when the heralds of morning came, flushing the east with rosy flame, with low of cattle and scurry of feet, driving his herd down the village street, young Manning heard from a low stone wall a child's voice clearly, yet softly, call, and saw in the gray dusk standing there a little maiden with shining hair, while crowding close to her tender side was a snow-white lamb to her apron tied. Oh, wait, she cried, for my lamb must go to the children crying in want and woe. It is all I have. And her tears fell fast as she gave it one eager kiss, the last. The road will be long to its feet. I pray, let your arms be its bed a part of the way, and give it cool water and tender grass whenever a wayside brook you pass. Then away she flew like a startled deer, nor waited the bleat of her lamb to hear. Young Manning lifted his steel-blue eyes one moment up to the morning skies. Then raising the lamb to his breast, he strode sturdily down the lengthening road. Now God be my helper, he cried, and lead me safe with my charge to the souls in need, through fire and flood, through dearth and dole, though foes assail me and war clouds roll, to the city in want and woe that lies, I will bear this lamb as a sacrifice. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.